Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get into some shout-outs. William and Max from Lake Oswego are big fans. I think if you two were in the stories, you'd be time ninjas. And you'd go back in time to battle ancient foes and dangerous enemies. Thanks for listening, William and Max. And Wendell from Minneapolis likes the stories. Wendell, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a wandering ninja with a tree beast sidekick. And you two would go around battling evil. Thanks for listening, Wendell. Today's story is titled Mountain Madness, Part 4. Zoe and Molly gasped as they emerged from a shallow pool on the surface of the moon. They looked around and saw an endless expanse of pale gray. I always thought the moon would be colder, said Molly. Yeah, me too, said Zoe. She bounded forward, the light gravity of the moon allowing the girls to take great leaps. They didn't exactly know what they were looking for, but they figured they would know it when they saw it. There was a lot more stuff on the moon than they would have guessed. Ancient ruins and strange statues, carvings cut right into the ground or cut into large rectangular slabs of stone, some as big as buildings. The girls poked around some giant stone piles looking for clues. The moon is a lot weirder than I thought, said Zoe. Do you see anything that looks important? No, not really, said Molly. We could be up here looking around forever. But just then, a pile of stone behind Zoe rumbled, and the stones moved and shifted, forming a towering stone giant. Zoe slowly turned around and looked up to this beast. The monster was made of gray stones, and there was a white oval-shaped stone where its face should have been. Zoe bent down, preparing to spring away from the beast. But it was faster than she thought, and it grabbed her, just as she propelled upward. Zoe fought against the hard stone hand wrapped around her, but it was no use. The rock monster was immovable. Even though it had no mouth, the beast roared at Molly and stomped toward her, waving Zoe wildly in its hand as it went. Let go of me, you! Zoe yelled. The beast lunged for Molly, punching at her with the hand holding Zoe. Molly dove out of the way and the rock monster's fist smashed into a stone pillar instead. As the rock fist hit the pillar, it broke apart, sending Zoe tumbling to the ground. She scrambled to her feet and met Molly crouched down behind a boulder. We gotta get that stone off its face, said Zoe. We gotta not get smashed, Molly corrected. The girls peeked out from behind the boulder and watched as the rock monster's broken hand reformed the stone pieces floating back up into place and making a new hand. Okay, I'm going to do something crazy, said Molly. Good crazy or bad crazy, asked Zoe. Little bit of both, said Molly. She placed the two little hamsters on the ground and then put a little pill in front of each one. The hamsters each gobbled up their little pill. Giving hamsters medicine is not crazy and it is not very helpful right now either, said Zoe. Before Molly could reply, the hamsters started growing. They grew and grew so big that they were no longer hidden behind the boulder. The monster roared and leaped high in the air, its fist raised over its head, prepared to slam them down. 
Molly grabbed the fur of one of the hamsters, now bigger than a horse, and pulled herself up to its back. Zoe did the same, and the hamsters scurried out of the way before the rock monster pounded the ground where they were just standing. The moon shook, and the girls realized it would only take one strike from this beast to flatten them completely. We've got to trip him up, Zoe yelled as she was jostled on her hamster. If he falls down, maybe we can get that stone out of his face. Zoe and Molly split up, leading their hamsters in different directions around the rock monster. The beast turned after Zoe, swinging its massive arms down to the ground in an attempt to knock her off her hamster. But the hamster was too agile for the rock monster, and Zoe steered it right between the beast's legs. The monster bent down, still grabbing for Zoe. Molly's hamster then reached the rock monster and leaped up into the air. The huge hamster slammed into a leg of the beast, making it wobble. Zoe cut back as well, and the hamster she was riding slammed into the beast's other leg. The monster lost its balance and fell onto its side with a loud thud, sending dust flying up all around him. Zoe stopped right in front of the monster's face and thrust her hand out in front of her. From on top of her giant hamster, she used her telekinesis to tug and pull the white stone out of the stone face of the beast. The creature roared and lifted its hands to hold the stone in place, but Molly and her giant hamster continued to leap and kick the monster's hands so it couldn't reach up to its face. Zoe struggled, pushing her powers to the limit, and finally the stone wiggled and then burst free from the rock face of the monster and into her hand. With the moonstone out of the monster, it crumbled into a harmless pile. Zoe looked at the moonstone in her hand. The white colors in the little oval stone curled and swirled. Do we get to keep it? asked Molly. I think so, said Zoe. I mean, I can't leave it here to just make more rock monsters. Ooh, actually, you know what would be so cool? Zoe then climbed down from her hamster and stood in front of it. The cute, huge rodent leaned its face down to Zoe. She held the stone up and gently pressed it against the hamster's forehead. The stone magically stuck itself right between the hamster's eyes and glowed gently. Did you just make a super hamster? asked Molly. I think so, said Zoe. I think this way at least the hamster controls the power of the moonstone, and it won't try and bring our mountain to life, or whatever the rock thing was doing. Nice, said Molly. The two girls and the giant hamsters walked back to the shallow pool to return to the Lady of the Lake. Oh, nuts, I didn't think about getting back this way, said Molly, looking down at a pool of water that was far too small for these giant hamsters. Do you have something that'll shrink them? asked Zoe. Molly slowly shook her head back and forth. Zoe sighed, wondering how they were going to get these massive hamsters back home. Just tell the hamster to use the moonstone powers to shrink them so we can go back, said Zoe. Maybe that'll work? Molly, as she had done so many times before, used her mind powers to speak to the moonstone hamster. The hamster understood. The moonstone glowed, and both hamsters shrunk down to regular size. Oh, nice, said Zoe. Maybe when we get back, you can see if the hamster can use the moonstone to make goofballs. The girls went home, promising the lady of the lake that they would return in a while to do their duty on her island. 
and they discovered that the hamster could make goofballs with its mind. They called them moonstone goofballs, and they were delicious. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. And thanks again, Zoe. Adios!